0: Welcome to the Frontline Herbalism Podcast with your host, Nicole Rose from the Solidarity Apothecary. This is your place for all things plants and liberation. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm sorry, in the last episode, I said I would be back next week, but it's been a little bit longer than that. Um, And I think it was because of recording that podcast about Taylor dying and then being in a big grief hole, basically. I'm sure everyone listening to this has probably lost someone close to them that they love and they'll know how painful and difficult it is and how it just kind of like sucks your the life out of you um so anyway i'm feeling a bit better now i've had a very very busy week um drove to paris in france to drop off a van load of supplies for ukraine these are medicines made for the ukraine herbal solidarity project um we've got i made like a thousand immune tonics which is like this really delicious mix of echinacea and elderberry tinctures with turmeric ginger and thyme glycerites and it's just like the perfect quality in terms of like being very soothing and supporting so yeah I was very happy to get those off as well as a bunch of other medicines and I got to do some anarcho-tourist things visited the grave of Nesta Makhno who was a Ukrainian anarchist who, yeah, I am not. <laughs> I could totally do a whole episode about Ness no, but I'm not going to. I did a little Instagram post this morning, so you can read a bit more about him if you're interested. So this is like the official podcast that I'm going to kind of launch with, if that makes sense. But I strongly, strongly encourage you to go back to the beginning um, and listen to the very first podcast where I kind of communicate some of the aims and the goals of the show. So just like a brief introduction, it's for people who love plants, who care about liberation, who are working for um, animal, human, earth liberation in all different ways across the world, who find their kind of strength in plants and plant medicines. So there's going to be like a real mix of content. There will be interviews with people doing like amazing herbal projects and medical projects, And growing projects and, you know, organising in different struggles. And then there's also going to be like practical content about plants um, and everything in between. So this episode today, I'm going to be talking about dandelion. So dandelion is one of my all time favourite plants. And it is the first herb featured in the Prisoner's Herbal book. So like I explained in the first episode, the kind of first run of episodes of this show is just going to be the kind of chapters from that book. Because um, a lot of people have asked me for like an audio version of it and it just kind of gives me a bit of a buffer to launch this, get it out in the world and then kind of schedule interviews in for next year. Um, and yeah, talking of The Prisoner's Herbal, last week we launched the Spanish editions, um, Spanish in air quotes. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to put a link in the show notes so you can read all about it. But basically two compañeras like, uh, translated the book into Spanish So we've got one for like the Spanish state, um, you know, like Catalonia, the Basque country in Spain, um, which was translated by Jorge. And then we have one translated by Heather Ann, which is for people in Mexico and across um, Central and South America. We're calling that the Abia Yala edition. Uh, which is the name used by millions of indigenous peoples across the continents. And yeah, I just like I cannot say thank you enough for their like incredible work on this book and how much energy they've invested in making it happen. I'm really, really moved by it. And um, yeah, I just totally cried when I saw the first picture of the books coming out of the printers in Mexico. Um, so I'm going to do like a whole other show like specifically about the book, why we've done it. I'm going to try and interview them. I'm going to talk about the prison system in Mexico and also the ICE detention in the US as well as prisons in the Spanish state. So yeah, bear with me. I know I keep promising episodes. <laughs> Um, and I am going to definitely do one about Ukraine soon. But yeah, I will put the link in the show notes. And on the page, there's like, it's all been translated into Spanish as well, the actual page about the book. So there's like info there on how to request free copies for prisoners and where to order it, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And I will also put a link in the show notes about Ukraine Herbal Solidarity because of like my summer being quite knocked sideways with Taylor dying. Like I haven't been kind of like on it, if that makes sense in terms of like fundraising. Um, And we're really like, we're pretty much out of funds. I had to kind of go into debt to get this last bunch of medicines together with the trust that support will come in. So yeah, I think, yeah, I just wanted to emphasize that like, even if The news channels have moved on and like, you know, different things are like flavour of the week, right, of social issues that get attention. But, you know, the invasion is still raging on. There's huge amounts of violence. There's, you know, thousands of people fleeing. And yeah, we really want to have like a space where we can support people with medicines from their lands. Um, and their herbal traditions, which is extremely vibrant in Ukraine and have herbs for emotional stress and trauma and sleep support and immune support. Obviously, lots of people are getting COVID and chest infections in the winter. So yeah, it's just like an absolute horror show. And I'm gonna, yeah, try and do an episode on it soon um, with you know, which will be a bit more like in depth about the project and its role and the impact we've had, like meeting people at the clinic and how the medicines have like supported them. And um, yeah, so that's going to come soon. But for now, I'm going to leave it there. And I hope you enjoy hearing about dandelion because they're absolutely amazing. And definitely now is the time to be harvesting their roots. Okay, take care. Thanks. All right, dandelion. Um, One of my all-time favourite plants. And yes, you were right, I will start every single section with that statement. Okay, so Latin name, Taraxacum officinal. Plant family is the daisy family, the Asteraceae family. In terms of identification, dandelions generally don't need an introduction. Most folks will recognise the yellow flowers and tooth leaves. However, dandelion can be easily mistaken for cat's ear, also known as false dandelion. You can tell the difference because cats' ears stems are solid, unlike dandelions, and the leaves are more hairy and deeply lobed. There are more than 200 species of dandelion. All are useful. Other common species are, and I'm sorry I'm going to butcher these Latin names, Taraxacum Megalanicum, Taraxacum mongolicum, and Leontodon taraxacum. Folk names in English. Lion's tooth, piss in bed, blowball, telltime, clockflower, bitterwort, Irish daisy, puffball, wild endive. In Somerset, which is where I live, dandelion has also been called fluffy puffy. Taraxacum is derived from the Greek taraxos, meaning disorder, and akos, meaning remedy. In French, dandelion is dent de lion, or teeth of a lion. Its glorious yellow flowers remind us of the sun. In terms of astroherbology, the herb can be associated with Leo, the lion, Jupiter and the sun. In Chinese, the translated name reads as yellow-flowered earth nail, which I think is really beautiful. And I'm sure there's a million and one other folk names for dandelion around the world. Food and nutrition. Dandelion has a bitter taste, but its leaves are delicious and nutritious and can be eaten year-round, though taste nicer when young in spring. Dandelion flowers can also be eaten year-round. The roots are also quite delicious fried up. The plant is high in iron, manganese, phosphorus protein, sodium and vitamin A in the form of carotenes. The roots are also an excellent source of inulin. The roots can be stir-fried, added to soup, made into dips, cooked with potatoes and more. Its rich minerals are often extracted into vinegars, which can then be added to foods such as salad dressings. It's well known for dandelion coffee to be made from its roasted roots. In the north of England, the traditional drink of dandelion and burdock is still made. Dandelion flowers have also been used to make beers and wines. Ecological role. Dandelion is an all-season bee food. Bumblebees, solitary bees and honeybees all visit dandelions for food, along with hoverflies, beetles and butterflies. leaves are eaten by many animals, especially rabbits. In terms of soil, dandelions can often indicate compaction, which their roots can be often trying to address through creating more passageways for air and water. Any herbal textbook will write down, will write how dandelions are said to originate from Eurasia, but have spread worldwide through human movement and colonisation. However, indigenous scholar Valerie Goodness, who is of um, Tsalagi and Oishbi heritage, writes how stories about dandelions have been told by native peoples of Turtle Island for thousands of years. And I'm really sorry if I've pronounced um, her name wrong. As part of decolonizing our plant knowledge, it's important to note how certain stories about plants get reproduced because traditional ecological knowledge is so unvalued in settler colonialism. Chemical constituents. The leaf. Vitamin A, B, C and D. Sesquiterpene, lactones, triterpenes, coumarins, carotenoids, minerals, especially potassium and flavonoids. The root. Bitter taraxacin, monohydric acids, acids, tarraxterol and homotaraxterol. Does that sound erotic? (laughs) Sounds erotic to me. Um, Fatty acids, sugars and inulin. Energetics. Taste. The leaf tastes bitter. When you first eat wild plants it might feel more of a shock but once you are seasoned to eating wild greens you realise sandelions actually taste quite mild. You can also reduce the bitter taste by blanching them. The root is bitter and sweet. The temperature is cold, moisture so it's moist and the tissue states indicated are hot excitation and damp stagnation. In terms of herbal actions, this will be fun for my dyslexia to read all of these out but I'm going to do my best. The leaf is alterative, anandine, antacid, antioxidant, aperient, astringent, bitter, decongestion, depurative, digestive, diuretic, febrifuge, galactagogue, hypertensive, immune stimulant, laxative, lithotriptic, nutritive, restorative, somatic, tonic, and vulnerary. Phew! And yeah, I will do another episode at some point soon about different herbal actions so that some of these words make a bit more sense. If anyone's got a copy of The Prisoner's Herbal, you'll see there's like a glossary in the back of the book explaining each of these words. Um, okay, root. Alterative, anodyne, antibacterial, antifungal, anti-inflammatory anti rheumatic, aperient, astringent, bitter, cholagogue, choleretic, decongestant, deobstruent, depurative, digestive, <laughs> disquitant, diuretic, galactagogue, hepatic, hypnotic, immune stimulant, laxative, lithotriptic, nutritive, purgative, sedative, stomachic, tonic. And the flower is anandine, cardiotonic, emollient, hepatic, vulnerary. And the sap is anandine, antifungal, and disquietent um and again sorry for my pronunciation it's just how i roll <laughs> um reading is actually quite difficult for me like reading out loud but i'm doing my best and this confident and this podcast is a great way to kind of build my confidence i'll probably look back and listen to episodes and just cringe anyway health challenges supported by dandelion supporting the digestive system dandelion is known as a bitter bitters are used in herbalism to aid digestion Herbalist Julie and Matthew Seal describe how the bitter taste stimulates the secretion of digestive fluids, including stomach acid, bile and pancreatic juices. Dandelion promotes the appetite and is useful for those who have been ill or have lost their enthusiasm for food in advanced age. Dandelion can be taken before and after meals to aid digestion. It's useful for constipation, gas and indigestion. Herbalist Mark Patterson describes how dandelion contains inulin and mucilage which soothes the digestive tract, absorbs toxins from ingested food and regulates the colonies of intestinal bacteria which produce toxins intended to kill other bacteria. That is, they help friendly flora and inhibit unfriendly bacteria. Recent research has also shown dandelion to be potentially useful for diabetes. Dandelion is a supreme ally for liver health. Herbalist Cammie McBride describes dandelion's actions on the liver really clearly. It stimulates the flow of bile, which breaks down cholesterol and fat. Dandelion nurtures the liver in its assimilation and storage of vitamins, minerals and sugars. Improves blood filtration to remove old cells and harmful bacteria and helps maintain a healthy hormone balance. Liver health also plays an important role in regulating blood sugar and excreting accumulated waste. We are endowed with a liver that performs a thousand functions. It is just plain courteous to eat some herbs to reciprocate all the liver does to make us happy it's a pretty nice um, analogy i think its support for the liver can be really useful for people during and in recovery from drug and alcohol use herbalist alexis j cunningfolk says that dandelion is especially useful when combined with other herbs that help clear environmental toxins such as yarrow this includes being useful for people during and in recovery from cancer treatments as a diuretic Despite being associated with bedwetting, dandelion actually strengthens the urinary system. And like many diuretics, any substance that promotes diuresis, the increased production of urine, which contribute to a loss of potassium, dandelion does not cause this imbalance because it is rich in potassium and can therefore be more safely used long term. Its diuretic actions can support folks with swollen ankles, fluid retention and high blood pressure. This action also supports the elderly with shortness of breath. Supporting muscles and joints An infused oil of dandelion flowers can support muscle tension, as well as cold and stiff joints when applied topically on the skin. Dandelion also has the ability to aid the removal of uric acid from the body, making it good for treating gout and joint disease. It can therefore aid rheumatism, arthritis and other connective tissue conditions when inflammatory substances need to be moved. The bitter flavonoids in dandelion relieve muscle spasms and reduce inflammation. Supporting the skin Dandelion sap, in accessible quantity from inside the stems, can be applied directly to warts, stings and blisters. Please note some folks may react to the latex in the sap. Premenstrual symptoms. For folks who menstruate and who can often feel those feelings of extreme frustration, anger, upset, dandelion can really help you cool down. It can also help with water retention and release pelvic congestion. Eating a few dandelion flowers can also help relieve a headache. How to practically use dandelion in prison. Where you might find dandelion. Dandelions are often found pushing through the concrete. Look for them next to the curbs or edges of paths and beds. They can also be found anywhere there is bare soil. They prefer the sun so won't be hiding in damp corners the way that plants like nettles will. However, you really can find them everywhere and often in the most unexpected places. Leaves and flowers. Nutrition. Eat dandelion leaves and flowers as part of your meals for their nutritional benefits. You can add them to sandwiches and rolls or mix them in in with with whatever stew, curry or sludge you've been served. Oh, I remember the prison sludge. Okay. Digestion, constipation, gas, etc. You can also eat dandelion leaves separately before or after your meals to help with digestion. Amongst other actions in your body, they will stimulate the secretion of bile, meaning you can digest your food more easily. If you've been able to dry the leaves and making a leaf infusion with the dried leaves and drinking half to two cups a day about 125 to 500 ml per day can really help with any digestive issues even if you do not struggle with digestive issues in a prison context just that extra support for your liver in processing the chronic stress is really powerful likewise prison food can take its toll on the body with huge amounts of oil use and so forth headaches eat a few dandelion flowers or leaves to help relieve a headache wart stings and blisters You can apply the sap directly by opening the dandelion stem. You'll see some nice gooey white stuff and applying it to wherever needed. Note that some people can react to the latex in the stem. Skin irritation, such as swollen and weepy rashes, eczema and acne. Add the leaves and or flowers in hot water, for example in a cup or a bowl. Let them steep for at least 10 minutes and then wash the irritated skin with the water from the cup or the bowl. Sprains and bruises. Make a strong tea from fresh or dry dandelion leaves, strain it and drink the liquid then apply the plant material directly on the skin as a poultice. You can also soak makeshift bandages with dandelion tea and wrap around a sprained area. Period paints. Eat dandelion flowers and leaves or add them to hot water as a tea to help relieve period paints. For general skin care and beauty, steep the flower heads in water for an hour, keep the bowl or cup covered, And then strain but keep both the water and the flowers lie down and put the warm wet flowers on your face for 10 minutes remove and rinse your face with the water you can also leave the water on overnight for strong results natural toner roots if you are able to access the roots liver support if you can dry them see my top tips on page 21 then half a cup to two and a half cups per day about 125 to 500 ml per day of dried dandelion root infusion is a really powerful help for people with liver issues. Dandelions can help people having conventional treatment for hepatitis, jaundice, or those struggling with liver damage from excess drug or alcohol use. It can also help people having chemotherapy or in recovery from it. Dandelion is your friend. It feeds your liver choline, carotenes, mineral salts, and other nutrients it needs to aid in its restoration. Otherwise, fresh dandelion juice, root juice, is also superb. Three to six tablespoons per day. Making juice is obviously pretty hard without a juicer. However, in prison, there are a couple of options. If you know anyone who works in the prison kitchen who can access sharp knives or equipment, who can blend up the roots for you, this is ideal. If not, you can try soaking the roots and tearing them apart, bashing them against something or chopping them up as much as you can with your cutlery, then squeezing the juice through a piece of fabric, like a cloth or clean underwear, a corner of a bedsheet, or something. And I know most prison cutlery is plastic, so this would be a nightmare. Um, But I definitely did it when I was inside. Rheumatic and arthritic joints. Try the juice above, diluted in water. Drink it one to two times a day for eight weeks. Insomnia. A soothing warm root infusion combined with a little bit of milk or soy milk, if you have some, can help you sleep. Chronic chest pain, bronchitis, pneumonia and tuberculosis. Dandelion root infusions can help nourish, soothe and heal the mucous membranes in the lungs for people already having treatment for these conditions you know, I just want to emphasize those are very serious conditions that I wouldn't treat with dandelion, but um, it's more kind of like in the recovery stage, which I probably should have edited into the book. Okay, high blood pressure um, and elevated cholesterol levels. Dandelion root infusions can help to reduce these conditions. If you can access oil, I know on the HMP canteen list in some prisons, people are able to buy sunflower or olive oil. If you do have access to oil, it's possible to infuse dandelion flowers in the oil for two weeks or as long as you can before your cell gets searched. To do this, make sure you have a very clean jar, fill as much as possible with the flowers. If the flowers have been dried out slightly, this is even better as it is super easy for oils to spoil because of too much water. Leave the flowers in there and then strain after a week or two. You'll have a powerful infused oil that can be rubbed on your muscles for backache and shoulder tension or any other aching muscles you have. Thanks so much for listening to the Frontline Herbalism podcast. You can find the transcript, the links, all the resources from the show at solidarityapothecary.org forward slash podcast.